2: Never found another In
3: the quiet alive.
4: Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Well podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. At the top of the show, you've heard Harold Carter with My Love Moon. The topic of today's show is all about pagan singles. But before I get into that, let's start with some fun stuff. I've got two exciting polls for you. One lets you help choose the new logo, and the other invites you to pick old episodes for a revisit. You can vote in the show notes or by scanning QR codes on the blog and Substack page. These polls run for a month and next month I'll reveal the winning logo and episode all with fresh content. Don't wait, join in today. Speaking of polls, here's an exciting update for you. There is a winner in both. You can see the reigning champ go up against new challengers for the best looking logo for this podcast this month. And there's an old sound episode that you want to hear again after this one. If you are a new listener, you can join in as well. Just vote for the one that you find intriguing. Once again, you can find the links to both polls in the show notes. Speaking of community involvement, I'd like to extend an exciting opportunity to Canadian pagan musicians. You can get your tunes heard on the Music from the Goddesses World podcast. Reach out to gain new fans and boost your online presence. International musicians? You're welcome too! Contact me now for this exciting opportunity. Listeners, consider subscribing to my newsletter at musicgoddessvolt.substack.com. Have an idea for subscription benefits? Let me know! I'll be creating a poll on that soon. If you want to get the newsletter, you can subscribe for $7 a month, $70 a year, or for free! Now that I've covered community engagement and podcast subscriptions, let's talk about how you can connect with me and share your ideas. Do you have a show idea, a spirit guide suggestion, or a dream symbol to share? Connect with me on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, Mastodon, visit the blog at goddesswhatone.wixside.com forward slash home, and now on the social media site threads. Now for the topic, Pagan Singles. I myself am one, and I know many of you out there are too. But there are some challenges and advantages to being a single Pagan. I'll talk more about this after you hear Perfect Love by Alexian. Thinking about how to talk about this topic, should I share my experiences as a pagan in the dating world? You see, there are online dating sites specifically for pagans, but they're pretty similar to regular dating sites nowadays. Whether you're a witch or not, dating in today's world can be a real challenge. Imagine this, you're dating someone who isn't a pagan, and they're trying to make you stop practicing your spiritual beliefs. On the bright side, there are folks out there who don't mind dating someone who's into witchcraft. But honestly, finding the right person these days can be as tough as looking for work. You've got to find that perfect fit, and that's no walk in the park. Some pagans are lucky enough to meet their soulmates through covens or festivals. Now here's a bit about me. I've been single all my life, never been married, and I don't have any kids. Surprisingly. I've never met anyone who had a problem with me being a pagan. Sure, I faced other challenges that comes with being single aside from my spiritual beliefs, but I'm hopeful about finding the right partner. I'll get into this topic in more detail after you listen to From Love to Love by Ginger Doss.
2: There is nothing to fear when it's love that you come from. There is nothing to fear.
4: the spirit guide of the week. I'm back in Africa to talk about the European goddess, Ocean. She is the goddess of water, the spirit of love, romance, wealth, beauty, abundance, and mystical wisdom. One fascinating thing about Ocean is her strong connection to things that flow, such as water, honey, money, mother's milk, and more. She also has power over the human body, including the reproductive organs. Depending on the myth, Ocean may be Yamuna's daughter or sister. However, she is the youngest, sweetest, smallest, and toughest of the Orishas. For those who wish to honor Ocean on their altars, here are some items you can consider placing. Her favorite is honey, and it's important to taste any kind of honey when offering it to her. Ocean also appreciates dishes like spinach with shrimp, chamomile tea, as well as yellow and orange fruits and vegetables. Additionally, you may choose to offer her flowers, fans crafted from yellow sandalwood, and items associated with feminine beauty, like makeup, mirrors, brushes, perfumes, and more. That is it for now, stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week!
5: tree, singing, come and make some magic with me. And I joined my hands with goddesses three, singing, come and make some magic with me. By the sun, the sun, and the moon, the moon, around and around go we. By the star's soft light, we'll dance all night, singing, come and make some magic with me. Oh, the first goddess said, as she took my hand, come and make some magic with me. I'm the maiden fair and my joy is grand. Come and make some magic with me. I love to laugh and I love to play. Come and make some magic with me. I'm the waxing moon in a springtime day. Come and make some magic with me. By the sun sun, and the moon. Around and around go we by the star's soft light, we'll dance all night, singing, Come and make some magic with me. The next goddess smiled as she took my hand Come and make some magic with me I'm the mother dear and I heal the land Come and make some magic with me When the moon is full you will know I'm there Come and make some magic with me I'm the fertile land and the dancing mare Come and make some magic with me By the sun sun, and the moon Around and around go we by the star soft light, we'll dance all night, singing, come and make some magic with me. a smile as she took my hand Come and make some magic with me An old woman, yes, tis the crone I be Come and make some magic with me For the moon will wane and be dark as night Come and make some magic with me That's what you gotta do to bring new light So come and make some magic with me By the sun, the sun and the moon, the moon Around and around go we By the star's soft light, we'll dance all night singing. Come and make some magic with me. So come and make some magic with me.
4: Come and make some magic with me. Come and make some magic with me. You just heard Ginger Ockley with Come and Make Some Magic With Me. I'm going to approach this segment in the following manner. If you're a single pagan, here's what you can say when you come across these types of dates. Let's start with this first scenario. What should you do if you meet someone who isn't familiar with paganism? In this situation, tell them that paganism is a nature-based religion. While some pagans in the past may have described it as not involving devil worship, it's more accurate to say that paganism revolves around worshipping the earth. What if your date thinks of paganism as anything to do with the Harry Potter series? In this situation, Again, explain that paganism is about connecting with nature. It's important to point out that our idea of magic is different from what's portrayed in Harry Potter or any other Hollywood film about witches. You can also mention that not all pagans are fans of JK Rowling. Some are, but not everyone is into it. Another dating scenario is when you mention that you're pagan and your date's initial response is the assumption that all pagans worship in the nude and have orgies. It's possible they know a friend who practices paganism or have read books by Gardner or Buckland. How do you respond to this situation? You should clarify that paganism isn't solely about being naked. It encompasses more than that, and not all pagans practice in the nude. But you definitely have to say that we don't have orgies. Now let's consider this scenario. You tell your date that you're pagan, and their immediate response is to label you as a devil worshipper. This situation can be challenging to navigate. I recommend starting a conversation about their own religious beliefs and spirituality. This approach helps you understand their perspective and whether you share similar beliefs. It's important to decide if you want to continue dating this person or not. Remember, not everyone who associates Wicca and Paganism with devil worship belongs to the category of right-wing extreme Christians. When it comes to sharing that you're pagan, the timing is up to you. Some of us are okay with talking about it on the first date, while others like to wait and see how the situation unfolds. I remember one date where I mentioned being pagan, and my date asked if there are some alt-right conservatives in the community. Sadly, I had to answer yes, but he was okay with me being pagan, and he already knows that there are pagans who are not just on one side of the political spectrum as well. Which begs another question, what to do if you met a fellow pagan or even a non-pagan on a date whom you find out is an alt-right white supremacist Trump supporter? This one is where you have to tread lightly on. I will mention that I met such a person on a date, but they were not pagan. By the way, this person was a Canadian trucker who supported the convoy white supremacist protest that happened last year in Ottawa. I didn't find that out until they said "scamdemic" when I talked about the pandemic. Thankfully, that was a first date and I didn't see that person again. However, you can end this type of date by excusing yourself and ending the date early. Or do what I did and not be in contact with this type of person. Who wants all this disagreement and drama anyway? Let's enjoy some more music. How about listening to Circle of Love by Arthur Hines?
0: Church of the great divine She walked up the seminary steps But could not always walk the line And when she heard the mother's voice it said it was the Prince of Lies But she sang into her heart Saying, why must I be denied And they told her if she left the In search of the grand design, he trod through a quantum mechanics, a genetics and the holographic mind. But the more he proved and saw, the more he sought the unseen, until it he straight from the lab, in search of the ghost in the machine. And he remembered his dream, as a child, he heard voices from the woods and the well. Sick inside, he'd slain with reason. Reawakened where the fairies dwell. And when he finally faced his fear of, of being told that he lost his mind. Stepped through the door and into the garden, unsure of what he'd find. Circle of, circle of love oh my that it's so it in a circle of She was an earnest soul In search of the Great Divine And he was a science in search of the grand design in a moment left out of time it is to go set apart Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: symbol to interpret. Race, rock, and reflection are the three this week. If you had a dream where you're in a race, it means you're a competitive person and often compare yourself to others to see how good you are. To dream that you win a race, then it represents your full potential and your ability to achieve your goals. Dreaming of winning a race signifies your hidden talents and your capability to reach your aspirations. If you dream of losing the race, it suggests that you might be pushing yourself too hard. Dreaming of being in a dog race suggests you're focused on yourself and your own desires. If your dream featured a clothes rack, it signifies your uncertainty and lack of self-confidence. If you dreamt of an empty rack, it means you're very worried about something and it's causing you a lot of stress and anxiety. Dreaming of being racked suggests your actions and decisions are under scrutiny or being questioned. If you dreamed of seeing your reflection, it symbolizes your authentic self. Dreaming of not seeing your reflection in a mirror suggests a loss of identity. If you see a stranger or something else in the mirror instead of your own reflection, it may show an identity crisis. And dreaming about seeing someone or something strange in the mirror instead of your own reflection may indicate confusion about your identity. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
6: again You're
4: another story from worldoftales.com this one is an arabic tale called the wonderful man who overcame the chan When the son of the chan had proceeded as formerly to seize the dead one, then Spaki, the threatening words, seized upon City, thrust him into the sack, tied the sack fast, ate the butter cakes, and journeyed forth with his burden. After City had as before asked who should tell the tale, and the son of the chan had replied by merely shaking his head, City began the following relation. A long, long time ago, there lived in the land of the Barshis, a wild, high-spirited man, who would not allow anyone to be above him, then spake the chan of the kingdom to him, full of displeasure, Away with thee, thou good-for-nothing one, away with thee to some other kingdom, thus spat he, and the wild man departed forth out of the country. On his journey, he arrived about midday at a forest, where he found the body of a horse, which had been somehow killed, and he accordingly cut off its head, fastened it to his girdle, and climbed up a tree. About midnight, there assembled a host of evil spirits, mounted upon horses of bark, wearing likewise cape of bark, and they placed themselves around the tree. Afterward, there assembled together other evil spirits, mounted upon the horses of paper, and having caps of paper on their heads, and they likewise placed themselves around the tree. During the time that those who were assembled were partaking of various choice wines and liquors, the man peeped anxiously down from the tree, and as he was doing so, the horse's head fell down from his belt. The evil spirits were thereby exceedingly alarmed, so much that they fled hither and thither, uttering fearful cries. On the following morning, the man descended from the tree and said, This night there was this spot many choices, viands, and liquors, and now they are all vanished. And while he was thus speaking, he found a brandy flask, and as he was anxious for something to drink, he immediately applied the flask which he had found to his lips, when suddenly there sprang out of it meats and cakes and other delicacies fit for eating. "'This flask,' cried he, "'is of a surety a wishful flask which will precede him who has everything he desires.' I will take this flask with me. And when he had thus spoken, he continued his journey until he met with a man holding a sword in his hand. Wherefore, cried he, dost thou carry that sword in thine hand? And the man answered, This sword is called a Krishwinger, and when I say to it, Krishwinger, thither goes a man who has taken such a thing from me, follow him and bring it back. Krishwinger goes forth, kills the man, and brings my property back again. To this the first replied, Out of this vessel springeth everything you desire. Let us exchange. So accordingly they made an exchange. And when the man went away with the flask, he who now owned the sword said, Crushwinger, go forth now and bring me back my flask. So the sword went forth, smote his former master dead, and brought the golden vessel back again. When he had journeyed a little further, he met a man holding in his hand an iron hammer. Wherefore, cried he, dost thou hold this hammer in thy hand? To this question, the other replied, When I strike the earth nine times with this hammer, there immediately arises a wall of iron, nine pillars high. Then said the first, Let us make an exchange. And when the exchange was made, he cried out, Krishringer, go forth and bring me back my golden whistle. After Krishruger had slain the man and brought back the golden vessel, the man journeyed on until he encountered another man, carrying in his bosom a sack, made of goat skin, and he asked him, Wherefore keepest thou that sack? To this question, the other replied, This sack is a very wonderful thing. When you shake it, it rains heavily, and if you shake it very hard, it rains very heavily. Hereupon the owner of the flask said, Let us exchange, and they exchanged accordingly. And the sword went forth, slew the man, and returned back to its master with the golden vessel. When the man found himself in the possession of all these wonderful things, he said unto himself, The chan of my country is indeed a cruel man. Nevertheless, I will turn back onto my native land. When he had thus considered, he turned back again, and concealed himself in the neighborhood of the royal palace. About midnight, he struck the earth nine times with his iron hammer, and therefore arose an iron wall nine pillars high. On the following morning, the chan arose and said, During the night, I have heard a mighty talk, talk at the back of the palace. Thereupon, the wife of the chan looked out and said, At the back of the palace, there stands an iron wall nine pillars high. Thus she, and the chan replied, full of anger, The wild, high spirit man, assured he erected this iron wall, but we shall see whether he or I will be the conqueror. When he had spoke these words, the chan commanded all the people to take fuel and bellows and make the iron wall red-hot on every side. Thereupon there was an immense fire kindled, and the wonderful man found himself with his mother within the wall of iron. He was himself upon the upper pillars, but his mother was on the egg. And because the heat first reached the mother, she exclaimed unto her son, The fires which the Chan has commanded the people to kindle will destroy the iron wall, and we shall both die. The son replied, Have no fear, mother, for I can find means to prevent it. When he had spoken these words, he shook the sack of goatskin, and there descended heavy rain and extinguished the fire. After that, he shook the sack still more forcibly, and there arose around them a mighty sea, which carried away both the fuel and the bellows which the people had collected. Thus, then, the wonderful gained the mastery over the chan, exclaimed the son of the chan. Ruler of destiny, thou hast spoken words, so while mistook chok sang, the spat city, and burst from the sack through the air. Thus city's relation treats of the wonderful man who overpowered the chan. Before the story, you heard Emerald Ray with Magic Mirror. And that's it for the show. Once again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. Thank you all for joining me. Thrilled to invite you to participate in two exciting polls that will shape the future of this podcast. I have a poll for selecting the new logo. The second is for an old show to revisit. Cast your votes using the links in the show notes or scan the QR codes on the blog or Substack page. I will reveal the winning logo and episode next month and there will be new challengers as for the episode that will air next month with new content. The polls will remain open for a month, providing you with ample time to participate. Join in now and together, let's shape the future of the music from the Goddess All podcast. Do you have an idea for a show topic, sphere guide, or dream symbol? Share it on the website, goddesswill forward slash home, and on social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, X formerly known as Twitter, Mastodon, and now Threads. If you're a Canadian pagan musician, I'd love to hear from you. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I can't wait to discover and play more Canadian pagan music. And if you want to be the first to hear the latest episodes, you can sign up for the newsletter at musicgoddessfault.substack.com. As I wrap up the show, I'm going to play Love Eternal by Sir Nuno's Rising. Blessed be.
2: You are the, the dream, lives out in me, love is hunger for eternity, mm-hmm. I've seen wars for a thousand years, I've opened doors for I cast no shadow when you sleep I help you dream and I take you deep Mm -hmm. Kiss upon your neck this night Crimson passion, skin so white The soul, darkest eyes Eternal love that never dies Never
3: dies
2: I see you born, I see you die. Immortal beauty makes me cry. I see you die, I see you born. Immortal you me forever torn. Here. Sad am I and I have one fear your love for me from long ago I'm not recalling will not know kiss upon your neck this night. Crimson passion, skin so white. Deepest soul, darkest eyes, eternal love that never dies. Never dies. If your love for me is dead, I am lost and I'm filled with dread That you. The dream lives on in me, now lost in time's eternity. Night in darkness, I'm walking and never in light. Yet I cannot leave you. My heart's desire lowers my curse. This burning fire, mine is the story goes to no end mine is the heart that will never mend You is the dream lives on in me love is the hunger for eternity